Welcome to Getaway Car, the podcast hosted by two sisters discussing all the amazing places we've been lucky enough to travel. I'm Beanie. And I'm Katie. Join us each week as we break down each stop on the road trips we've taken. We'll tell you about all our favorite places, funny stories, mistakes we made, and everything that happens on one of our road trips. We'll make recommendations and ask for yours. Join us in the Getaway Car. Hello, everyone. Hi, friends. Welcome back. Today, we're talking about our next exciting stop on road trip number two. Oklahoma City. So we left off in Memphis, Mm -hmm. uh, which was great. Loved Memphis. Hopped in the car, drove to Oklahoma City. We didn't have a lot of stops on the way to Oklahoma (laughs) City. We just kind of bombed through Arizona. Yeah. Not Arizona, Arkansas. We bombed through Arkansas. I know there's things to do in Arkansas, but we didn't do any of them. Yeah. I mean, you only have so many days on a road trip, and so you, you end up having to prioritize which things are really important to you and which things are like, we could do that on a future road trip. And so I think a lot of Arkansas, we were like, we'll, we'll come back, we'll do these, but you know, for now. But not today. We've got to get that steak. Um, so we went <laughs> straight for the only entry in the Thousand Places to, to See Before You Die book for Oklahoma, which is Cattleman Steakhouse. Yes. So Cattleman Steakhouse is this amazing steakhouse in the middle of Oklahoma City. And we beelined it right for there, which was a great decision. Yeah, I actually, I was anticipating being disappointed by it because I was like, well, how good can a steak really be? Like, I don't know why, but I was like, really? Like, it's it's just steak. Why are people this excited about it? Because it's very exciting steak. But it's very exciting steak. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. But you said there's a blurb about it, so I guess yes. I'll read that. I'm going to read the blurb from the Thousand Places to See Before You Die book because it's my favorite. So entry for Cattleman Steakhouse, mind you, again, the only entry for the entire state of Oklahoma, so you know it's good. Yes. So Cattleman's sits smack dab in the middle of the Oklahoma National Stockyards, the largest livestock trading center on earth, full of saddleries and western wear clothing stores. This is red meat country, and Cattleman's is the consummate western steakhouse, unpretentious but luxuriously delicious, lauded as a paradise for lovers of good red meat, and with just as excellent fish dishes, though most patrons never discover them. I don't know if I believe them about the fish dishes. I would not get, well, I mean, we live on the coast, so we're spoiled, but I wouldn't get a fish dish in... In a steakhouse. Oklahoma. A. Yeah. In a landlocked state. <laughs> yeah. We're Pass. a little spoiled when it comes to seafood, so we stuck with the steak. It was a good choice. <laughs> we, we were talking, we don't really remember much about the restaurant. Um, they do have these really cool door handles on the door that look like... The, it's like, like the head of a bull. Right. And like the or handles cow, are like I a guess. horn. steer. I have steer, I guess. It has horns. It's got to be a male. We have a a cows or female. Steer. One of those is youth, um, not euthanized. <laughs> Castrated? One of those is sterilized. Like, oh, yeah. Which U- word are you eunuched? looking for? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. The new word for you guys, eunuch. Cut some of that out. <laughs> so, on the doors of this restaurant is this animal. Male cow with huge horns. Yeah. We'll go with that. There we go. And so that was really cool, and we liked the sign, but I don't really remember much about the inside of the restaurant. There's no, a description in here about there being, like, murals and period pieces and all kinds of stuff, but I don't remember any of that. I just remember we were starving. We yeah. ordered food as fast as humanly possible. They brought it to us, and we literally inhaled it yeah. in, like, four seconds. We got halfway through our plates before we were like, oh, wait, we should probably take a picture. Yeah. And I don't think we took many pictures of the inside of the restaurant either. We were so focused on food. And then we yeah. were like, great, now we're full. We can leave. <laughs> we yeah. didn't take any pictures. So literally we have pictures of our half-eaten entrees because we didn't think to stop because they were so delicious. We just kept eating. Yeah. Have you heard um, that thing like phone eats first? That everyone like takes a picture of their food before they eat it? We failed on that count. The phone did not eat first. Yeah, no. We ate first and then we were like, <laughs> The phone oh, was a distant oh, second. the phone. Sorry guys, you get to see half-eaten plates instead of the beautiful you presented once we got. Yeah. But yeah, the restaurant, I just... 
I honestly just remember it being like nice and dimly lit and it had like kind of a like date night kind of vibe. Yeah, it was not like, like a yeah, casual lunch where you go kind on of like vibe. a nicer night, not like a like a special occasion kind of spot. Yeah, it was really good. We went for lunch. I don't remember there being anybody else there, to be honest. I think there were people there, but not many. Yeah, I don't like, think, like, I think I would have remembered if we were alone in there. But it wasn't, like, crowded. It wasn't noisy. It was just, it was perfect. It was great. We went in there. We got our food. We inhaled it, as I said. Yes. And we got out of there. And that was Oklahoma. And that was Oklahoma. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got out of the restaurant, and we had this, like, discussion. We were like, well, I mean, there's things to do in Oklahoma City, obviously. It's a big city, and, mm. you know, there's got to be, we could definitely entertain ourselves for at least a couple hours. Yeah. And we had this discussion of like, okay, is there anything we really want to see? You know, we looked through the book and there weren't any other entries for Oklahoma. Yeah, this you is know, again like the prioritization thing. It's like, how much do we like the things we could do versus how much do we want to have extra time at the things we've already planned to do? Right. And so we kind of decided, well, there's not much in Oklahoma City besides the steakhouse that we really are dying to see. Yes. And so we just came with our and we left. Yes. Um, we went on to our next destination. Although if you um, live in Oklahoma, please send us recommendations for Oklahoma because if there's, I'm sure there's plenty we missed. Right. And I'm sure we're also probably going to be cutting across Oklahoma at some point in a future road trip. So Absolutely. like give us some things to do. Yeah. You know, we'd love to. Getawaycarpod at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we got in the car and we hit the road again. Um, I was kind of expecting driving across Oklahoma to be a long slog, kind of like South Dakota was. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't bad though. It was fine. It was not as flat as I thought it was going to be. I mean, there were big sections where it was like open and like plains as far as you can see, but it wasn't like monotonously boring the way that South Dakota was. Yeah. I think when you, when you learn about states when you're younger, you have like a mental image of them. It's not really based on anything in particular. It's just like, this is what I picture when someone says a certain state. Yeah. And I think like the cross country road trips have really like informed like, oh, okay, like this isn't quite what I pictured. And yeah, a lot of states surprised me. Yeah. So Oklahoma was nice. Um, nice driving. It was beautiful. It was sunny. So we just kind of rocked out to our music and as you, know. you do. Yeah. You know, oh, tornadoes. They, they did yes. have some tornado warnings while we were driving through. And so one of my life goals forever, as long as I can remember, is to see a tornado. And I know it's not a particularly great <laughs> life goal to have, but you know, we live on the East Coast. I've never seen one. Yeah. And I don't want to get close enough to like be hurt by the tornado or like have things destroyed by the tornado. Yeah, we're but not I'd love be... to see one like on the horizon. Yeah. Like, it'd be cool. We're not going to be storm chasers or anything. We'd just like to see one from a distance. Yeah. So that was one of the goals for this road trip because we were like, oh, we're going to be going like right through this section of the country. We're going to mm -hmm. be going like at not a peak time, but like at a time where the probability <laughs> is fair that we might see one. <laughs> like that you phrase um, it like it's a, an attraction. Like peak, <laughs> peak time. time for tornadoes. Yeah. Well, you know, like hurricane season has yeah, a peak. Yeah, like, for sure. I'm not making this up. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, we wanted to see a tornado. We listened to the tornado warnings like on the radio, like all the way through Oklahoma did not see a tornado. Every time they announced it, it was always like something that was like 200 miles from where we were. And we'd like mm -hmm. look hopefully in that direction at the horizon <laughs> and no, we can't see 200 miles away. So no. We tried. So, yeah, we tried. Uh, we did see some really cool wildlife though. We did. Um, I think we're kind of like, I don't think we think to mention that on, in this as yeah. much as we should, because on a road trip, you see so much wildlife, especially like in the Western part of the country. Yeah. It's like every day you see some cool animal by the side of the road, but that doesn't really happen where we're from. Yeah. No. It's pretty common on road trips. You're driving through so many different areas and, and climates and everything that you see animals that you've never seen before. It's very cool. Yeah. We also don't know what any of them are called. I'm like, <laughs> look, it's an antelope. I, I don't know if it's an antelope. It could be deer. It could be an elk. It could be a... Yeah. It's not a bison. Stupid. <laughs> But, like, short of, like, it's not a bison, that's about as much as I can narrow it down for you. It has, like, four legs and, like, fur. And, so like, is a dog. Antlers. <laughs> Could be a really big dog. I don't know. Anyway, 
We did see a lot of really cool wildlife. This is not an animal podcast. We are not animal experts, nor would we ever pretend to be. Yeah. But But we will share pictures on our Instagram if you're curious what we're talking about. Yeah. And our new Facebook page. Oh, that's true. We did launch a Facebook page, so go Mm -hmm. check that out. Yes. Um, All of the posts are kind of tied in with our pictures and stuff from from the past trips, and so we'll be updating that as well every time we update our Instagram and Anchor and all of our platforms. Yes. Which is exciting. So kudos to you on that, since I did 0% (laughs) of the work on that front. Let's see. What else did we see? We camped that night. It was freezing, because we never learn our lesson, and camping in the desert is cold. Very chilly. Woke up the next morning, had showers to warm up and hit the road again. Mm-hmm. Um, my only other note from this section is that we saw a tumbleweed. I was very excited. <laughs> about, you're laughing. This I know. is another weird thing on my bucket list. I wanted to see a tumbleweed. But it was so great because it was like such a, a such a thing that you don't really think about. As, like I said, if you live around that area, you're like, I see tumbleweeds every 30 seconds of every day right, of my so life. They're so annoying. They're so common and annoying and they cause traffic jams and all kinds of crazy things. But like, we hadn't seen one. Right. So for those of you who don't know, because I did not know what a tumbleweed was, it's like this bush and it grows out of the ground and like... Did you not know what they were? I knew vaguely what they were. I just didn't know what they oh, were. Funny. In fact, I always pictured like this, like kind of barbed wire tangled mess thing made out of plant. Like, <laughs> I mean, you, you know, like in the cartoons. It's not wrong. Um, it's not wrong. It's not right either. <laughs> so it's basically this little bush. And I mean, little is relative. They can get they can like, get as big, big as a person yeah. or maybe as the big ones as a we car. Saw weren't but the ones we saw were like, I don't know, like maybe half the size of us. Yeah. And it's a bush and it grows in the ground and then eventually it dies and then the next time the wind comes along, it rips the entire bush, like, out of the ground without the roots. Like, it just kind of, like, snaps it off. Yeah. And so then you have this, like, round little bush that just goes, like, rolling along. And They're kind of they, cute. They're kind of cute. And so they, like, <laughs> roll around in the road and, like, blow across the prairie and everything. And so that's, that's what a tumbleweed is. It's not, like, a barbed wire snake thing. It's, like, a bush. Yeah. Have but you seen those Other things get tangled in it, which is, I guess, where they get the cartoon version of, like, you know, why the coyote and the tumbleweeds. And, yeah. yeah. There's an amazing video that I'll have to show you that's, um, we can cut this out, but there's an amazing video where somebody was like, oh, it's a, a tumbleweed stampede. I guess there had been, like, a, some kind of, like, weather event where, like, a huge quantity of tumbleweeds were just coming down this hill at a road. And people, like, pulled over and took videos of all these tumbleweeds crossing the road. <laughs> tumbleweed crossing. It was very funny. Adding that to the bucket list, please, let's see us. <laughs> Tumbleweed stampede. <laughs> Let's make that happen. I'll have to show it to you. It's very Maybe nice. it's caused by a tornado. Maybe. Two birds, one stone. Tornado, tumbleweed stampede. Perfect. Checking it off the list. Love it. Adding it to the list to be checked off. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, life goals list ever growing. So, that was Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, so we had a great time in Oklahoma, even though not much happened to us. You know, we can keep great ourselves meals. entertained. Yeah. The only things we anywhere. did were great. So yeah. Props to Oklahoma. Uh, let's see. Mistakes were made for Oklahoma. I don't really have any. We're bad at tornado hunting. Yeah. We're terrible tornado hunters, which probably um, is for the best, but because yeah. we're not familiar enough with them to successfully hope on Yeah. One. Our little enchanted bubble of road trip happiness just follows us everywhere and doesn't let the tornadoes come close enough. Yeah. So that's all we got. Kudos to Oklahoma. We had a great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now that now the tumbleweeds have been checked off the list. We're sure that there's more to Oklahoma than tumbleweeds and steak. So we'll be back. Yeah. And so then we went to our next stop. Next stop is, I think, one of the lesser known national parks. Because I had never heard of it prior to, like, planning this trip. Yeah, I had never heard of it until you put it on the road trip list. And yeah. I was like, what is that? So we went to Great Sand Dunes National Park, Mm -hmm. which is exactly what it sounds like. It's this park in, I guess, the middle of the Rockies, on the edge of the Rockies. But there's lots of really pretty mountains, um, which I assume are part of the Rockies. Yeah, it's beautiful. 
it's known for these enormous, gigantic, humongous sand dunes. Mm -hmm. So we were like, well, hey, that's kind of cool. Let's go check it out. And it's really weird. It is. It's also one of those places that it's really hard to capture in pictures. Yeah. Like it kind of looks fake and photoshopped. Like you took two things that don't go together and smushed them together. Yeah. I've seen some really stunning photography of it since. So like there is, especially at like sunset or sunrise where you get Mm -hmm. kind of the different colors and it looks beautiful. But like a lot of the pictures I took, I'm like, it doesn't really capture like what it really looks like. The scale of it or yeah. yeah, It's it's very very strange. So I think the word I used is unsettling. Like for us, because we come from New England, like we're used to seeing like dunes on the beach. And so like, you, oh, you see the sand dunes, you know, you're close to the beach and you know, you're, you're generally close to wherever you're going because you, go you usually go into the beach. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's a weird pre-programmed thing. If you live on the coast, you're like sand means beach. Right. There should be a beach near here. And so it was just like kind of this weird, like almost out of body, like my brain is glitching kind of feeling. <laughs> like those shouldn't be there and yet they you are. Why is there sand in the middle of nowhere? Yeah. All right, so we have this map that we picked up from the entrance, the visitor center at the beginning of the park, which again, always recommend that you do that. Yes. And so if you're looking at it, you open it up and it's just massive. Like you really it's don't so understand big. the scope of it until you're looking at this map and you're like, oh. I actually forgot how big it was hey. until looking at this map again. So on the right hand side of the map, you can see, um, I guess they're called the Sangre de Cristo Mountains, uh, which I did not know. And apparently they are attached to the Rockies, but not actually the Rockies. Hmm. But most of the map is just this vast like expanse of emptiness. And then it's like marked dune field. Yeah. And you're like, it just looks oh, okay. like desert. Yeah. And so it's actually got like arrows on the map here. Like this is the prevailing winds and these are the storm winds. And so I guess that has to do with like how the dunes are shaped and everything. Mm-hmm. And so we planned to go sand sledding because we read about this and like it's supposed to be this really great fun activity that you can do in Great Sand Dunes National Park. You can sled down the dunes because they're massive and huge and amazing. Mm-hmm. And we brought a sled with us all the way from <laughs> New England, packed a sled, had the foresight to pack a sled and brought it with us. Yes, we did. Got here and then realized this is so enormous. There is no way this is ever going to happen. But we looked at this map and we looked at the like display that they have where it's like, you know, this far to this point and this far to this point. And the closest like dunes that were tall enough to be sledding on were like two hours hike from us. Yeah, which we were not anticipating. And we were like, oh, that's a lot of hiking. And oh, by the way, now we're in the mountains and wow, the altitude is really kicking our butts right now. Yeah. Well, like you said before, we we drove so quickly to get there that like we didn't really have any like adjusting time to get used to the altitude. So it was like, you know, sea level to altitude very quickly. Yeah. And so it was definitely taking a toll and we were exhausted. Yeah. And it it sneaks up on you. Like you think you're fine, you think you're fine. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I just want to fall down and die. What is wrong with me? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Or like you think you're fine until you contemplate a two hour hike and you're like, I'll die. Yeah. I will not be okay. So we very, very sadly had to give up on that particular dream of sledding down the sand dunes. Um, But you can do it. Yes. Um, So someday if we ever go back, we'll just make sure that like we are more acclimated to the altitude before we get there. Um, Yeah. We'll give ourselves a couple days and then we'll actually like make the trek and go do it. So we can't personally vouch for the sand sledding but it can be done and the park itself is really really cool and it's well Um, known for that so i assume it's a lot of fun because otherwise no one would do it right yeah so while we were contemplating making the hike and dreading making the hike um the other thing that was in the back of our minds was that we'd heard on the radio they were predicting like three inches of snow to fall that night and we were like, well, we were planning on camping tonight. That's probably not a good idea. But then also, we don't want to get stuck here. Right. 
if there's gonna be three inches of snow. We're both pretty good at driving in the snow. However, we're not good at driving in the snow on super steep, super twisty, windy mountain yes. roads. And we're used to snow driving. We're not so used to mountain snow driving. Yeah. And we were in a little car. We didn't have four-wheel drive. We didn't have shovel. We didn't have snow chains. We didn't have we had anything. A sled, though. We, we did have a sled. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had nothing that would be useful in three inches of snow. Right. So we were like, okay, let's let's get out of here. Let's get somewhere closer to civilization. And then that way, if the snow gets bad, we can hole up somewhere right. and not die. Let's find an actual roof. Yeah. So that was Sand Dunes National Park. National. National. <laughs> that was Sand Dunes National Park. Um, so we hit the road and we headed off to our next destination, which was Silverton, Colorado. Yes. So Silverton, for those who may not know, is this little teeny tiny town in the middle of Colorado. And it, I also did not know. This was another stop that you that you added. And I was like, what is, what's in Silverton, Colorado that we're going here? Where is she getting this? <laughs> I so, do always love looking at like the lists that you come up with. Because like they do change over time as, as like the trips get closer. Because you're like, oh, I shifted this so we could do this and whatever. But I always love looking at like the, the lists that you come up with. Because you're like, here's all the destinations I thought of. Because there's always multiple ones that I have to Google. Because I'm like, what? What is this? Yeah. Where are we going? Why are we going to Silverton, Colorado? It <laughs> sounds so random. Yep. And a lot of times it's just because it happens to be close to somewhere. And I yeah, found something cool. Yeah, sometimes it's just or... a midpoint or whatever. Yeah. But so Silverton is a teeny tiny mining town. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a big deal back in the gold mining rush. And it's also in our Thousand Places to See Before You Die book. Yes. Shout out to this book. We love it so much. Yes. So Beanie's going to read the little blurb of Silverton and the Million Dollar Highway area. Because we did both. So the blurb says, in this southwestern pocket of Colorado where desert meets mountain, the goal is the mountaintop panoramas, but getting up there is half the fun. Many roadsters herald the San Juan Skyway as the most beautiful drive in the continental United States. An officially designated scenic byway, it links the old boomer bust mining towns of Ure and Durango, the latter a charming, cotton-time place that makes a great base for exploring the area. Besides exceptional non-stop Rocky Mountain panoramas, the trip offers a nostalgic journey back to the early years of Colorado statehood and its gold mining days. A section of its length is known as the Million Dollar Highway, alluding, some say, to the value of the low-grade gold ore present in its roadbed. Which I did not know. I didn't know either. I didn't know that's why it's called Million Dollar Highway. I assumed it was because it was like, you get like million dollar views from this highway. I don't know, like... I assumed it like cost a million dollars when it was built. And then I was like, I, like, I don't know when it was built. Million dollars doesn't seem like that much yeah, for a highway for cutting through all these sure mountains. But then maybe back then, I don't know. Yeah, but I, I but do think makes... it's very interesting. That they, like, I wonder if they've ever analyzed it to find out if that's true or if that's just like urban legend that there's gold ore in the... It would make sense. I mean, there must be some. Yeah. But that's, that is kind of cool. I like yeah, that. Yeah, there you go. You have a sparkly golden road. <laughs> right. That drive, like it, they said, it's some of the most beautiful driving in continental United States. Agreed. Yeah. It was really cool. It was beautiful. I remember that was one of those drives that like we were like, oh, every time you like round a corner, you're like, oh, here's another beautiful view we need to take a picture of. Right. It was stunning. And then a lot of them in the pictures actually end up looking kind of the same, but like they weren't the same in person. No, it was yeah. definitely like every time you turn the corner, it felt new. Yeah. It's like when you go um, for a really beautiful walk in the woods and you take a picture of something like gorgeous every few hundred feet or whatever, because they look very different in person. Then you look at your photos and you're like, it just looks like a bunch of pictures of trees. Yeah. It's kind of like that, but the, the views are truly stunning and it was absolutely worth taking that drive. Yeah. Um, so in my like little written summary of like everything I remember from that part of the trip, I just said it felt like we were trapped inside some magical snow globe. 
yeah, um, because it the, did. right because like the snow had started falling. Yeah. Um, we got really lucky because it, it was snowing and like it had clearly snowed before we got there, but it wasn't enough to mess up the roads. Mm-hmm. It was just enough to like coat everything in snow, so it looked beautiful, like this like winter wonderland. Yeah, but the roads were still clear, and we still felt like safe driving. Right, um, which was very important. We got to we drove through all of these like gorgeous mountain passes and beautiful scenery and everything. We got to Silverton. And we were like, oh, okay, well, you know, it's cold, it's snowing, we're going to stop for the night. We'll just get a hotel in Silverton. Um, so, yeah, we, we arrive in Silverton. <laughs> I'm laughing because anyone who's been there would think this was an absurd thing to plan. Because we got to Silverton, and it is this little tiny... I think we actually, on multiple occasions, like, called it a ghost town, even though that's not accurate at all. But yeah, like, people so, live there. Yeah, like, there are people living there, tiny. but it's so small. It's, like, one road... With, like, all these little, like, Maybe, like, two or three. I mean, maybe, but it it feels so small that, like, it almost feels like a movie set that they, like, specifically built to get, like, a small town look in the middle of the mountains because it's so small. And we were like, not only is this town really tiny, but there's certainly no hotels here. There are not enough people here to merit a hotel. Right. So we definitely can't book a hotel room here. Yeah. (laughs) It was very funny. Yeah, it was a lot of like the false fronts and like the yeah. you know it, it was it did have that like movie set feel to it, but it was really cute. So we took yeah. a couple pictures and we were like, okay, well clearly we're not going to kill as much time <laughs> here as we thought. There's not hours worth of entertainment in Silverton. Yeah, so we you know we enjoyed our our brief stay in Silverton and then we went back on the roads and started back towards our our next destination. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we ended up being a couple hours ahead of schedule, but it was okay. We we found a hotel, we checked in, and we were like, you know what, we have most of a day. Which is always nice to be a little ahead of schedule, honestly. Yeah. And we were like, it's snowing, it's cold, the roads are probably going to get worse. We have most of a day that isn't booked or scheduled. So we did that for our day off. Yeah. Which, again, we I think we recommended this last in our last season, but you should do that. Book some downtime. Yeah. We changed into our pajamas, we ordered pizza, we hung out in the hotel, yeah. we watched movies, did our laundry. Which was key. Yeah, I think that's always, like, the best part of, like, having unexpected downtime is you're like, okay, great, like, this is the perfect opportunity to, A, relax, because you're not in the car, you don't have anywhere to be, like, right away, and yeah, you can, like, wash all your laundry and, like, refreeze your ice packs from your cooler Mm -hmm. and, like, all the stuff we talked about in our um, road trip planning episode in the previous season. Like, it's just the perfect time to do all that stuff, which is great. So that was our adventure through... Great Sanders National Park, Silverton, and Million Dollar Highway. Yeah. Would recommend all of the above. Definitely. Yes. Anybody in that area. We thought it was great. We had a blast. Absolutely. Mistakes uh, were made? Mistakes were made. For this section, honestly, I think altitude was the only thing that was like, really, yeah. like we did not That's give ourselves one. enough time to adjust. Yeah. We didn't and really that affected our plans more than we thought it would. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think we thought we'll just power through for the day and it'll be fine. And it right. We're like, we're young. We're healthy. It'll be fine. We'll just push through. Yeah. No. 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 It takes a toll. So definitely it's something to be aware of when you're talking about like mountain trips or stops yeah if you if you live in the mountains normally you'd probably be fine but if you live at sea level like we do then watch yeah definitely yeah i think that's a good one yeah altitude is an important factor and not one that i ever considered when i was no me neither so there you go that's that leg of the trip uh we'll be back next week with another exciting stop which i absolutely adore can't wait to talk about that one one's one of our faves so yeah stay tuned so you'll have to come back until next time enjoy your ride in the getaway car